Hey there, friend. Are you loving what you're learning here on the podcast? I hope you are. My goal is that each and every week I can give you a small, bite-sized, actionable step that you can take and implement in your business today. And if you're loving the way that I teach, you're liking what you're hearing, then I want to invite you to come on over and take a look at what courses and opportunities I have for boutique owners just like you. You can find all of my coaching opportunities at theboutiqueworkshop.com. That's www.theboutiqueworkshop.com. Come on over, check it out, and see if there might be something else in the library that could really help you build your boutique. Hey there, friend. Welcome to the Boutique Workshop Podcast. I'm your host, Sierra Stockland. A former boutique owner myself, I love nothing more than chatting with you about all things boutique business. Each week, I'll tackle a new business concept and help break it down into bite-sized, actionable steps that will give you the confidence to build a profitable business. Now, let's get started. Hey, happy Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday training day. We're going to be talking about visioneering your customer, profiling your customer today, and I'm really excited to visit with you. My name is Sierra, and my goal here is to help you take tasks Break them down into bite-sized, actionable steps so that you can build profit in your boutique business. I like to say that I help boutique owners build profit by looking at their numbers differently. That is my goal here, to help you build profit, to build the confidence by looking at your numbers differently. And most often on Training Tuesdays, we talk about something number-related, inventory, budgeting, cost of goods, open to buy, all that good stuff, margin. But today we're going to veer off a little bit and we're going to be talking about visioneering your brand. How do you profile your customer? This is a conversation that I've been having lately with all of the awesome members over in the Boutique Workshop and the Boutique Accelerator. We've been talking about how do you really know who your customer is? And so this was um, a conversation piece that a lot of you guys here in the Boutique Owners Collective wanted to talk about. And so that is what I'm going to be bringing to you today. So training Tuesdays are pretty quick, about 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to just jump into a subject. We're going to chat a little bit. I'm going to teach you whatever I know. We're going to be talking about our customers today and how to really understand who your customers are so that you can buy smarter, buy better, and speak to them more. So I don't know if Melissa's on here. Melissa had sent in a question ahead of time and said, her business has really been changing in and around COVID. And we had this exact same conversation this morning on one of the coaching calls I was on as well. I think this rings true for a lot of us. Like our the way that we're doing business has changed so dramatically since February, right? That sometimes it seems our customers almost changed as well. Their patterns have changed, their spending habits have changed. The customers that we're now getting, maybe we're not the customer that we're getting before. And while some of this is awesome because it's creating cash flow and we're building and selling in our business, some of it just adds more confusion to what we already have going on. Do we focus on the customer that we now have or the customer we used to have? We have people coming in and saying, oh my goodness, if you just had XYZ, I would shop here all the time, but you don't, so I'm leaving, right? Who has not heard that before <laughs> a million times? If you just had this, I would shop. If you just had that, I would buy, I promise. And then you purchase it and it is crickets and those people don't come back and buy from you. It can all be super confusing. So. 
One thing that we're gonna talk about today is how do you profile your customer? So how do you understand who your customer really is so that you are speaking to her with your marketing, your advertising, your merchandising, and your buying? So in and around the Boutique Collective and of course the Boutique Workshop, we focus so much on numbers. How do you build a budget? How do you build a business for profit, not just for top line sales? It's so important that we're not just making money at the top and have nothing to show for it. Literally, you guys, you can have, and I wanna encourage you with this thought. You guys all see, you're part of lots of different Facebook groups. You see those boutique owners who are like, oh my goodness, I just did a million dollars in sales. I'm a million dollar boutique. I'm a seven figure boutique. I'm all this, you know, right? I have four locations and, and I do $100,000 a month. Just because someone's a million dollar business, a $100,000 boutique, that does not mean that they are making money. I have seen plenty of businesses that have a ton of revenue at the top and are bleeding cash at the bottom. So it's not always about that top number. It has so much more to do with the margins, your expenses, and ultimately what that net profit is. And in order to get all of those pieces to meld and gel together, we really need to know and understand who our core customer is. So I'm gonna give you a few um, simple tips and simple things that I want you to, to go away from today from this Training Tuesday and think about. First of all, sell the solution, not the product. I know if you've been in and around here before, you've heard me say this before and I'm kinda like a broken record, but I want it to sink in. And I feel like it's really hard in the boutique space for this to sink in because we deal with products all day long, things, right? Things that we purchase, things that we give to our customers, things that they pick up, we deal with things. And so it's really hard for us to wrap our mind around how we are selling a solution, not a product. If you're in a service-based business, it's so much easier, right? If you're a dentist, it's way easier for you to understand, yes, I sell a service, I sell a solution to a problem, I don't sell a product. But inventory-based businesses also sell solutions to problems, not just products. And when you think about yourself as a business that sells products only, not a solution to a problem your core customer has, you're gonna continually come up short. Your Facebook groups are not gonna grow. You're not gonna know what to post on social. You're not gonna have an engaged group you're not gonna know what to market to draw people into your brick and mortar because all you're talking about is all the cute products that you have and you guys, there's a million and one boutiques that have a ton of cute products and they're all talking about their products too. And how do you cut through that noise? You learn what the solution is that you're offering to your customer. What's, what's that prob, um, problem that you're solving? What's the solution to that problem? Not just what's the beautiful product that you sell. So number one, I want you to write that down and think about it this week. What is the solution to the problem that I'm selling to my customers? Am I giving my customers a place where they can come and they can, um, on a very small budget, they can dress themselves and feel like they're in fashion, that they are comfortable, you know, whatever those attributes are. Is the problem my customer has that she will never purchase online because she has no idea how something's gonna fit her. And so I offer a solution to that by doing live sales or having events in my store where I try on for her or she can try on. What's the problem my customer's facing? And then what's the solution that I'm offering her? And with that solution, I just, be, I just happen to be also saying, and here's the item that you can buy to, to solve that problem for you. All right, 
So I want you to think about that and then go into your POS systems, go into your customer history. If you haven't been open very long, think about the people that have been supporting you. If you've been open for a decade, pull your top five customers and write down their attributes. How often do they buy? How much do they spend? <clears throat> what are their weekly habits? What is their family like life, uh, life like? What's their style? How did they first find you? Um, what do they say to you when they shop? Do they, um, do they chat with you or do they not chat with you? Do they share their personal life? Do they not? Pull those top five customers out of your system. Think about who those top five customers are and write down a whole list of their attributes. What are all the things for this customer A? What are all the attributes for customer B? What are all the attributes for customer C? And then go through those things and start to find and pick out some common denominators. So you're gonna sell the solution to a problem, not the product you have. You have a solution to a problem that you can solve for your customer, that's what you are selling. You're selling comfortable clothes, you're selling beautiful outfits, you're selling styling tips, you're selling you know, whatever that is, think of one problem your customer has and the solution that you're offering. And then second, I want you to pull out your top five customers and think about their attributes, write them all down and start to find some common denominators. The next thing I want you to do, the third tip I'm gonna give you today is to identify your small business vision. Talk to yourself about what you really want out of your business. Write those things down, brainstorm them out, and then see how that fits into your core customer. So you've built this profile of this core customer. You've pulled out top, your top five customers. You wrote down, you found the common denominators, and you said from all those common denominators, here is my, the profile of my core customer. Here's who I want to serve. Here's who I want to solve problems for. Here's who I'm going to buy for when I go to market. Here's who I'm going to write my Facebook ad for. Here's who I'm going to do my Facebook Live or my Instagram Live. I'm going to be speaking to that core customer. So you've profiled her out. Now I want you to think about what you really want out of your business and how does that core customer fit in, right? So I think a lot of times in our businesses, we do all of the things. So we see that you know, Boutique ABC over there is doing Facebook Live. She has an online store. She has a brick and mortar. She does pop-ups. She's on Instagram. She's on Facebook. She's on Twitter. She's on LinkedIn. And if I want to be successful like her, I better do all those things. Instead of saying, what do I really want out of my business? What does my dream schedule look like? What does my monetary goal look like? What kind of paycheck do I want? How often do I want to be working? What does that look like in my business? And then who's my core customer? and how do I make those go together? Okay, so think about this. I work with boutique owners. Boutique owners, for the majority, are not on Twitter. Like, you guys aren't living your life on Twitter. You might have Twitter, but you're not spending your day on Twitter. You're not even spending your day on Instagram. Where are you spending your days and your times? You're spending your day and your time right here on Facebook. And I will tell you that for so long, I fought the Facebook thing. I love Instagram. I like Twitter. I was like LinkedIn's for professionals, right? All the professionals, coaches, consultants, they all have LinkedIn. I got to do all those things. I don't want to do the Facebook thing. But if my customers and the people that I'm serving and the solution that I'm providing is best provided through Facebook, then that's where I should spend all my time. And honestly, I don't even need to be in those other places or very minimally. I want you to think about that from a boutique owner's perspective. Don't do all these 10 things just because you see other boutiques doing them because chances are they're just as nervous, scattered, overwhelmed as you are. So they might 
you know, on the outside look like they've got it together. They're making a ton of money. It's all going well. So I need to do all these things. They're probably in their, you know, home office, like, oh my goodness, my customers aren't responding. How do I find more of them? So chances are you don't know what's going on in the background. And so we mimic and copy that instead of saying, here's the life I want. Here's my core customer. How do these two things go together? All right, and then the, the fourth thing I want you guys to take away and think about today is your signature offer. So you have your core customer. Let's back up. You have your solution to the problem that your core customer has. You've profiled your core customer. You know the life that you want. How does that all wrap together to build a signature offer that you can offer, that you can offer to your customer? And what do I mean by a signature offer? Maybe you have a brick and mortar. And yes, you're open 10 to 5 Monday through Friday, but you know that your core customer likes personal shopping experience. Here's the solution you're going to provide to that problem that she has. And so your signature offer is going to be a VIP program where she comes in and shops one-on-one -on -one with you once a month. Maybe you are a Facebook Live social seller. That's where you make the majority of your revenue. You've decided that, you know what, I want to only go live in the afternoons. Here's what my core customer cares about, what she thinks about. Here's the solution to the problem I'm offering. And my signature product that I offer, my signature um, solution to all of this with my business is that I'm going to be going live every Thursday afternoon to everyone in my group. And then I'm going to offer one-on-one -on -one experiences or Facebook Live group parties on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday afternoons to my core customer and the rest of her girlfriends. She can book a time with me. She can book that one o'clock slot. I go live every one o'clock every week, weekday or whatever. And I make all of my revenue in my five-hour week week and I can live with my family on Saturday and Sunday, recharge my mind and come back on Monday to do it again. So I want you to think about what is the problem your customer has and what's the solution that you offer? Not the product that you sell her, what's your solution? I want you to profile out your top customer. What is her name? What are her attributes? What does she care about? What is she stressed out about? And how does that fit into the solution that you're offering? I want you to think about the dream life that you want to have as a boutique owner. What does that schedule look like? And then create your signature offer to wrap that all together. So a question that Melissa had, kind of going back to that COVID thing. So we've got all of our customers that are saying, you know, they're walking through our doors and they're saying, if you had this, I would purchase this from you. I have customers that are 20 years old. Melissa said, I'm 50, but I dress younger. Do I appeal to my older customer? That's my age demographic. Do I appeal to the younger customer? Do I appeal to the customer, you know, like me that shops more um, and spends more? Like, who do I buy for? Who do I appeal to? Who do I market for? What should my store look like? Because if we don't profile and we don't hone in on that, pretty soon we're a lot of nothing at all. And we want to be a lot of one particular thing, right? We want to focus on one particular customer, hone in, zone in on her. The others can trickle in. We have those peripheral customers. That's not a problem. But when we focus on that one customer, our store is succinct. We know what to buy. We know how to budget. And we know how to speak to that customer. So I'd say specifically to you, Melissa, because you asked a very detailed question, I'd step back and I'd profile your top five customers today. Not who they used to be a year ago when you had multiple stores or you were in different locations or you were doing pop-ups, some of you guys. Not who your customer used to be before COVID. We can't go back and live in the past. We need to live in the, you know, right now and in the future. So who's our core customer today? Who's been supporting you, paying your bills for the last six months? Pull that core customer out, pull five or, you know, the top five or 10, write all their attributes down, 
profile them, see what is similar amongst all of them, profile them out and create a new core customer that you're gonna focus on, and then just talk to her, sell to her, and service her well. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember, that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.